Page 21, side B. So they expound that only for people, but not for dogs. That's the opinion of Rabbi says, when it says nefesh, I feel nefesh that means even an animal soul, and therefore you cannot exclude the needs for a behemoth from the word lachem. So, so what does the Torah teach us by writing lachem? That is coming to exclude lachem for you, but not for the needs of gechovim. So why do you see fit that you're going to include the klovim that you can do the from the pasuk nefesh? And then you're excluding, and you're saying you can't cook for the kachovim because the pasuk says lachem, but a Nachr is also a nefesh. And the Gemara answers, I will include the dogs whose food is upon you. You're responsible to feed them. And that's why we should permit to cook for them. And I will exclude, they are not your responsibility to feed and that not included in Lochem. And according to the view of Rabbi Yisak, it says lachem, but not to the dogs. Honi sufli You have these seeds of the dates. How do we place it in front of the behemoths to eat on Yontev? Since they are not fit, but for Michael Behemoth, and since you're not allowed to do malacha for the animal, they should be a prohibited betiltal. You shouldn't allow to move it. Because these pits, they are fit, the seeds are fit to uh, put under the fire to cook for yontem. They're not mukta. So Abaya asked, that makes, okay, that is okay that you can use it because if it's dry, so dry uh, dry gar inim are seeds are fit to use as a fire under his food that he wants to cook. But beratifta, but if it is moist seed, they are not fit for that. Michael, I mean, what is there to say? Omar Leis Rebbeis said also the moist one chazul has a godl. for a big fire. They are uh, also fit because since it's a big fire, they dry out. And they fire up, and they help to cook the pot, and therefore it's allowed. So Abaye continued to ask, Tinach beyontev, that's okay, Anyonte, because you're allowed to cook, so therefore it's not mukta. But b'shabes ma'ikul ameimer. But what are you going to say about Shabbos? Rabbi Yisrael answered that b'shabes betal tinan luhu agav that you carry it for the need of the behema together with the. Bread. So since that you are carrying with something that is permissible, so in that way there is no prohibition in moving the mukta, and also there is no problem that you are degrading the bread. Kiddush Shmuel, as Shmuel said, a person can do all his need with the bread uh, as long that it does not become disgusting with that, and therefore it's okay to serve it to the animal together with the seed of the dates, together with the bread. 
so we, earlier we learned the Gemara Rabbi Huna permitted to bake for Goyim if they don't mind that a, a Yid would take one of the loaves that he bakes for them and he feed it to a child. Because that way it turns out that for each bread and bed by itself is fit for eating for a Yid. So the Gemara brings a plea that Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi that that disagrees, goes against what Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi said. You are allowed to invite a goy for the Shabbos meal, but you're not allowed to invite a non-Jew for a meal on Yontav because we worry that you might increase your cooking for the non-Jew, more than you need for yourself, and that's prohibited because we learned lochem and not, that can only cook for yourself and not for a non-Jew. And Rabbi Huna def- definitely disagrees on this because according to his view, there is no prohibition to add more cooking for a guy because each part and part, you can say, is fit for a year. Rabbi he says, even on Shabbos you should not invite an Andrew for the meal, because he is going to be making the Shamash, the servant, to stumble by moving Mukta when he's going to remove Shiure Koisis, the leftover cups of wine in which the guy soaks his bread. They are Mukta because there's a Yisuyai in that case, so what's left over, the dan, our leftover in the cups, Namiya should also be mukta because it's disgusting. How are you allowed to move them? And the Gemara says, the dan chazu Ours is fit to give to drink from them to the chickens. For theirs is also fit for the tanagoyim to drink. But the Gemara says, the guys that he drank the wine becomes prohibited by Hanoi, and you're not allowed to give it in front of the Tarnagod, in front of the chickens. Let the Shamish move it by way of the cup in which these leftover is in the cup in which they're placed. Did then not Rav say metaltalin on Shabbos you can carry, can move, kinuga agav kitme? the vessel which is made to hold coals, so because of the ashes that he prepared uh, from before uh, Shabbos to cover up the spit or the soya that's in it. So even though that in the kela there is broken pieces of wood which are mukta, they do not prohibit the moving because of the whole keli because their bottle relative to the ashes. And likewise, we should permit the carrying the leftover of the wine of the goy because you're moving the cup, which is, they're placed in it because they're secondary, they're bottled to it. The Gemara says, Hossam, over there, you're allowed to move the broken pieces of wood by way, means of the ashes because it's not such a very, it's not such a serious prohibition. They are not prohibited by no, but hocha, these left over is a very serious moksa, these surah noah ninu, because it's also by no, it's ayayin nesach, and it's not permitted to move on Shabbos, even by way of a permissible thing. 
Omar lay Rabacha Medifti, Ravina, so Rabacha Medifti asked Ravina, the Lahavi Kigrov Shalerei, why those we look at these left over as if there was a uh, a bucket of re'i, of excrement, a, a, a earthenware vessel in which they would use uh, for the tzoya. So that's also muktzah, and the chachamim permitted to move it and to put it into the garbage because it's uh, rep- re- repugnant, it's it's mius, it's disgusting. So Ravina said, Are we then permitted to make a grav, uh, this bucket of rei to begin with, Chachamim did not permit it to take it out only if it exists, but to bring upon ourselves something which is going to be disgusting, or to go to a place uh, so which there is something which is disgusting, so that it become disgusting, and then we will be allowed to move it, that they didn't allow, and therefore you're not allowed to invite the Goyen Shabbos, because that way you bring upon ourselves stumbling of the shamish by the leftover of their cups. The Gemara says, So Rabbi was leading Marshmul, he was going for a walk with him. And he expounded to him that we do invite the Goyan Shabbos, we don't worry that the shamish will violate the prohibition of moving Muktzah by the leftover of his cup. But we don't invite the goy on yomtev because we worry that he might increase cooking for him in the food and he will be violating cooking a Shabbos on yomtev, not for eichel nefesh of a yid, but for a goy which is lachem, which prohibits that lachem v'leilonachem. The Gemara relates that when it happened that a goy came to them on Yontav in their house without inviting them, Amru lady used to tell me, if you are sufficient for you, that which we have prepared for ourselves, mutav, then okay. But if not, uh, extra trouble uh, for you. We're not going to trouble. We have no, no intention to go out of our way for you and to add more than we cooked for ourselves. So that way they wouldn't be cooking for him. The next Mishnah. A person should not warm up warm water to wash his feet on Yom Tov because the Torah only allowed the fire for Eichel Nefesh alone. Eleim came unless they are fit for drinking. And then you're warming them up. So then you can add and to warm up also for washing your feet. And Basila permit to warm up water to wash his feet, even if they're not fit for drinking. Because since we are allowing to you to put a fire on for the when you need to eat it, it's also permitted to Further halacha, Oisa Odom. Yomtev, a person can make a fire, and Mishamim can make them warm next to, opposite the fire, to create a fire for warming up. That's the mission of the Gemara. So, Gemara so there was a question in the Yeshiva, hi, Medura, this, that the Mishnah in the end permitted to make a fire in Medura to warm up. Who is the one that learned this? This is all opinions, and Bishami makes a distinction 
between when you bring up a full fire which causes a pleasure for the whole body. So that's considered like Echel Nefesh, and that's why he permits it. And it makes a difference. If it's just one limb, which is not so important, and that's why he prohibits warming up the water for his feet. Dilma, perhaps, only only he writes the end of the Madura. But doesn't make a difference between his entire body benefiting or one limb. Any malacha which is not for the purpose actually of eating has not been permitted in Yontem. The Gemara says, Toshma, come and listen. A person shall not make a flame, a big fire and warm next to it. So we see that only according to Basilel, the Madura has been permitted. The next Mishnah. In three matters, Rav Gamliel is more stringent like Bishama. Aleph, number one. That on Yom Tev, that is Erev Shabbos, you cannot hide the uh, heat so that the uh, heat stays on in the uh, Yom Tev, uh, till Shabbos. And number two, you're not allowed to stand up the menoira, metal lamp, can, uh, candle holder that fell on Yontav, Yontav, can't raise it up. Number three, you cannot bake on Yontav uh, breads, loaves that are thick because there's a big trouble in baking them. You bake flat, thin pieces of loaf. And all of these strings, Beishamayit prohibited, Beishillah permitted. And Rabbi Gamliel was stringent like Beishamayit. As the Gemara will explain, all these halachas. Over Rabbi Gamliel, so Rabbi Gamliel says, from ever, from my house, my father's home, they would never bake these thick loaves, only thin loaves. What can we do to your father's home? They would be stringent in this matter on themselves, but they would be lenient for all of you to allow them to bake these thick breads and even those breads that they bake on the coals actually and they need a big fire in order so that the coals do not extinguish because of the dots on them still that is permissible for others, so while they were for themselves but for others okay it's the Mishnah of the Gemara first we learned, we learned in the Gemara says the Gemara learned in the Mishnah that you can't Put away, hide the warm of Anyantav. Well, how are we dealing with what is the case in which Besham Besil disagree? If he made an Erev Tashil of Yontav, my time to Beshamai. So, what would be the reason of Beshamai? That prohibited to be Matmin, but all the needs of the of the meal is permissible to prepare. From Yom Tov to Shabbos through the Erev Tavshilin, and if he did not put an Erev Tavshilin, my time in the Basilo. So what's the reason we still that are matter to hide it? But you're not allowed to prepare for Yom Tov from Shabbos without an Erev. So the Gemara answers, Amar Abuna, Abuna says, I'll tell you, he did not put an Erev Tavshilin, and still Basilo permitted to be matmin, and that is because Kedichai of Shoril. What he needs for his survival, for his life, 
Chachamim permitted to him even if he didn't make an Eidah. But Abhunah Letamei, and Abhunah follows his reasoning. The Amar Abhunah, Abhunah said, a person who did not place a Neruvah Tavshilin, they can make for him pas achas, one bread for Shabbos, and the same thing is, you can bake for him one bread for one pot, one food, uh, one pot for Shabbos.